Donald Trump uh, not back on Twitter yet, although the 12-hour ban the tech giant imposed on him has come to an end. No activity yet. The last couple of posts were actually removed. Twitter's explanation for that was that its civic rules had been violated, and that's why they were taken down. Meanwhile, Facebook has extended a ban. Initially, it was 24 hours. It's at least the next two weeks, which will go beyond the president's term of office, Joe Biden, due to be inaugurated on the 20th of January. It is clear that the blame for what occurred on the steps of uh, Capitol Hill is being levelled at Trump. And here he is, early in the day, at his rally, enticing supporters to march up to the steps of the Capitol. We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol. And we're going to try and give... The Democrats are hopeless. They're never voting for anything. We're going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. Protesters then began breaking into the Capitol and smashing windows. Some of the live TV coverage for yesterday's riots was very dramatic. We've never seen anything like this before. We've never seen a breach where protesters have gotten that close to the building. And I can tell you on the west side of the Capitol, Wolf, it was very, very tense as well. So the, the real question, as we see this kind of tension boiling here, are, are there going to be massive police reinforcements coming? And how long they're going to let this go on? And the wolf he was referring to was Wolf Blitzer, of course, CNN's Wolf Blitzer, reporting on protesters inside the statutory hall. It's hard to believe what we're seeing right there. They're just walking through. We're Capitol Police. Uh, it, it's, it's a strange, it's an awful situation. They're having a good time in Statuary Hall. Jake Tapper, I, I don't know about you, but this is an incredibly dangerous situation that's unfolding here in the United States. His protesters actually inside the Capitol itself. ITV's Robert Moore went in with some and asked what the point of storming Congress was. They work for us. They don't get to steal it from us. They don't get to tell us we didn't see what we saw. We respect the law. We were good people. The government did this to us. We were normal, good, law-abiding citizens. And you guys did this to us. We want our country back. We are protesting for our freedom right now. That's the difference. What's the purpose of storming Congress? How do I know that? Hmm. Biden then goes on national television telling Trump to put an end to it all. At this hour, our democracy is under an unprecedented assault, unlike anything we've seen in modern times. I call on President Trump to go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege. And Trump responded with a video on Twitter, which has since been taken down. He didn't denounce the violence, and Twitter decided to remove what he said. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time.
And in the wake of all this, some senior White House officials have walked out. Protesters managed to get into Nancy Pelosi's office at one point. There were guns drawn. One person took the podium. At the end, four left dead. Three suffered medical events. One woman was shot. Now, listening to all that and no doubt visualising these scenes, former Republican Communications Director Doug Hay is with us. Appreciate your time, Doug. Thank you. What, what did you make of it as you were watching all that? Well, it was troubling, obviously. I live about seven blocks from the Capitol and uh, did a walk around the Capitol yesterday morning, um, as I do every day, and decided to do it in the morning just in case, you know, the protest got a little out of hand. Um, Obviously, what happened was not a little out of hand. And uh, it was clearly incited by the president. um, And there should be and will be recriminations based on that. Um, It was also a failure of the Capitol Police, who, having worked in the Capitol um, um, for several years, enormous uh, affection and admiration for the job that they do, but their leadership failed them. And given that there was a 40-minute notice that they are on their way and obviously um, talk about this well beforehand, uh, this was a failure on many fronts. There didn't seem to be anything like enough uh, police, law enforcement officials there. Is that your take on it? Absolutely. And we, we still need to learn more of exactly what happened and why it happened. Um, you know, where were the National Guard? There were, there were requests for the National Guard. Why weren't they there? Uh, clearly, they were overwhelmed. Um, so these were failures of process that we're going to have to address. The ultimate failure, clearly, lies at the feet of the president, um, at Ted Cruz, uh, the senator from Texas, Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri, and those Republican members of Congress who supported this as well. As a Republican who's worked in the Capitol, worked for the party, It gives me no joy to say this, but the president should be re-impeached, should be removed. um, And those senators and members of Congress who supported this action should at least look at censure. And now that leads us to the 25th Amendment, which is, uh, well, it's a process, isn't it, for removing a a president or replacing a president, say a president dies, but also potentially removing one from office. Exactly. It's really never been used before. And uh, part of the process is, is in question as to how long this may take. And also, you know, as we know, Donald Trump fires a lot of people um, if you're not personally loyal to him. And so we don't have a secretary of defense right now. We have an acting secretary. We don't have an attorney general. We have an acting attorney general. Will they be able to participate in a 25th Amendment invoking process um, if one goes forward? I just don't know because we've never been in this situation before and the situation of so many acting um, so many acting secretaries um, where they would be needed to to invoke this. Could that not potentially inflame things further, though, if Trump supporters see him being uh, literally t- uh, dragged out of the White House? Well, I think the reality is um, as long as Donald Trump is able to breathe, he's going to incite um, his supporters, his base supporters, not everybody who voted for him. Most the overwhelming majority of people who voted for him um, are ready to move on. Um, but his base is going to be incited by anything he says, his children say, uh, Rudy Giuliani says, Ted Cruz says. Uh, there's a lot of directions that, that they can go. It seems clear, though, that the best direction for the country right now um, is for the president to be out of power as quickly as possible. And it may be that two weeks isn't fast enough. What about uh, Joe Biden, the incoming president? How's his performance been through this? Yeah, what was most interesting to me yesterday was, Uh, that Joe Biden spoke before Donald Trump did after the violence happened. And 
You know, Biden rightly gave the sitting president time to address this. The president failed. Uh, and then the words from from Biden were forceful. They were he said exactly what he needed to say. And the sad reality is we know that Donald Trump really has never been able to say what he needs to say. He's never stood up to do the right thing. Um, and, and this is what we've seen time and time again. How do you see it uh, p- playing out in the next few days, Doc? It's hard to make any firm predictions. You know, what I can tell you is, you know, in and around uh, Capitol Hill, the Capitol's now completely fenced in. Things are calm. Um, you know, we, we just want to get, I think everybody wants to get to a place where things settle down as best they can. You know, one of the things that's been so troubling to me over the past day, but also the past four years, is there are a lot of angry voices out there, and there are a lot of reasons to be angry. Uh, but more and more, we need calm voices, and hopefully that can help start to de-escalate things. Doug, uh, my apologies for mispronouncing your surname at uh, the outset. Doug High, a former Republican communications director with us from Washington.